Global Perspectives, where we speak with international alumni about their experiences seeking employment post-grad. I'm Lauren Hooven, and today I will be speaking with Rashad Bandawat, a PhD student in the Industrial and Systems Engineering Department. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, Lauren. Good morning. As you mentioned, I'm a PhD student at the Industrial and Systems Engineering Department at UB. Uh, I came to UB for my master's um, in Industrial and Systems Engineering. And post-graduation, I decided to stay at UB to continue uh, with my PhD. Uh, a fun fact about me would be that I've lived in 13 cities. Um, not a lot of people can say that, uh, that they have lived in 13 cities, uh, but this has helped me um, grow as a person, uh, has made me more extroverted, open to the unique ideas and cultures and food and people. Um, and overall just made me be a better person. Uh, all these unique experiences and wonderful people that I've met along the way. Um, have truly been uh, a blessing. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all about me. Thank you so much. And you mentioned that you lived in 13 cities. So what are some cities that you've lived in? And do you have any favorites that you'd like to share? Uh, oh, absolutely. I can list all the cities, but I think I'll just stick to uh, talking about my two favorite cities. Um, Buffalo is definitely on the top of my favorite list uh, is just the number of friends and people I've met here are incredible. And Buffalo is also the longest I've ever lived in any city. It's going to be five years in August. Uh, so I've never hit the three year threshold in any city. So I'm very excited to uh, mark that um, uh, milestone in Buffalo. And my other favorite city would be Mumbai. Uh, Firstly, because my parents live there and anywhere my parents live is home. Um, and I just love uh, Mumbai, the food, the people, the busyness, the noise. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, fun times. You should come visit Mumbai sometimes. I would love to. And so you said that Buffalo was one of your favorites. So how were you able to make the most of your time in Buffalo? and find that community that you talked about? So, um, yes, um, I have been involved with a lot of different uh, organizations, uh, not just at UB, but also um, in Buffalo and in, um, in the States. Um, so joining uh, OSTEM, which is out in STEM, um, it's, uh, it's a SA club, uh, now recognized as a club. When I started, it wasn't. Uh, it was just a school of engineering club. Um, and being a part of the uh, student council for inclusive excellence, where I'm able to um, hold various events and meet various people uh, in the whole school um, is, is really, really wonderful. And another fun thing that I do in the summer is um, there's a varsity gay league um, that happens in Buffalo and we play kickball, um, which is really, really, really fun. When I first came to UB, I was um, very, very timid and shy, I would say. I was not, um, just being in a, in a new country, new city, all by myself, um, not knowing anybody here, 
uh, it was definitely a little bit intimidating to begin with, but um, I met the most wonderful people through OSTEM um, and we became such wonderful friends. I'm still in contact with everybody. They, most of them have graduated. I'm, the, I'm pretty much the only one um, from, the, from the initial OSTEM meeting that I first went to, um, to still be at UB. Uh, but that's the part of being a PhD student. You see so many people graduate and leave. Um, but uh, joining these wonderful organizations definitely helped me uh, find my footing at UB. I'm very proud of being an international student and uh, being uh, queer. Um, and it's a big part of my identity. I think when I walk down um, any room, I want people to see that I'm very proud of being gay and I'm very proud of being uh, Indian as well. I would encourage everybody to join some sort of uh, club, um, the one that they most identify with and uh, have fun. Ultimately, we, we want to um, have fun, right? And are there any specific resources that you would suggest for fellow international students to make the most of their experiences on campus? UB has so many resources to offer. So for a new student, especially an international student, it can definitely be very hard to navigate these resources. Um, but joining a club, a departmental club, is definitely the first best thing to do. Uh, and then secondly, be on the lookout for amazing events held by um, the IDC, uh, the Office of Inclusive Excellence, and um, SA. Uh, UB has a wonderful counseling uh, program, so I would encourage anyone going through any sort of the smallest, smallest of mental health problem, uh, I would encourage you to set up an appointment uh, through UB counseling. And it's great to know that these resources are available to students. In addition to your social involvement, you received your master's degree from the University at Buffalo in the Industrial and Systems Engineering Department. So what made you decide to pursue your PhD in that same field? A lot of it had to do with timing and meeting the right people. Um, I want to say if I hadn't taken the course with Dr. Bada, um, who was interim uh, Dean of School of Engineering, um, I, if I hadn't taken his facility uh, planning course, I don't think I would have gotten involved in my master's thesis with him. Uh, so my master's research work was in uh, food truck location routing. Um, and if I hadn't uh, met Dr. Kasuchi through Dr. Bada, I wouldn't have um, gotten into my current research area. Um, and the experience of me completing my master's thesis with Dr. Bada really helped me understand that research is something I enjoy. And uh, finding a problem that someone hasn't solved before um, and, and giving it my unique twist and, my, and finding that gap in literature uh, or that gap in science has uh, motivated me to develop the research idea that I'm currently working on. I also want to add that uh, when I met Dr. Kasuchi, uh, I had taken a couple courses with her, uh, but I hadn't really um, met her, met her. 
but Dr. Bada recommended me to uh, work on a consultation project with her. So we were consulting on a local company for their uh, location and routing uh, problem. Uh, so um, we were helping develop a truck loadout schedule. Um, and I really liked working with her and I really liked the kind of research that she had done. Uh, she worked in healthcare. Uh, so I decided that um, I want to work in the healthcare uh, realm. I hadn't had much experience in healthcare, so I thought she would be the perfect advisor for me. So what do you specifically research within the healthcare field? The broad topic that I research is uh, healthcare supply chain, uh, but specifically I am looking at blood product supply chain and how I can use um, the blockchain technology or the distributed ledger technology uh, to help with um, effective routing and effective inventory planning of blood product, um, which is an essential commodity, right? Um, and my research has shown that about uh, 600,000 units of only red blood cells, this is the number I can think of on the top of my head, is this is for red blood cells. There are other type of blood products as well, like platelets and plasma. I don't remember the numbers on them, but 600,000 of red blood cells are just tossed out, thrown away. That seems like a lot of uh, blood being wasted. And this is just in the United States in one year. Um, so I feel like I can somehow uh, improve um, the system so that this waste can be reduced and uh, this essential commodity can be uh, provided to who, whoever needs it at the right time. And how were you able to find these research opportunities that you've been working on? I always believe that if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Uh, like I mentioned before, that if I hadn't taken the course with Dr. Bada in uh, facility planning, I wouldn't have worked with him. But um, I ended up working with him because one day after, uh, during his office hours, I just went up to him and was like, Dr. Bada, I really like this kind of work. Uh, do you think I would be a good fit uh, to do like a research project under you? And he said, yes. He said, um, think, what are you interested about? And I drew a blank. I had no idea. No one had ever asked me that question. Uh, so I was like, I don't know. He's like, okay. Uh, these are some research papers that I think are really interesting and uh, uh, active like uh, right now in the field. Uh, take a look at these. Let's meet again next week uh, and we'll talk more. When I went back next week, I had read these research papers. Some of them just went over my head. I did not understand what they were trying to, uh, they were too uh, technical for me. Uh, but I understood the brief knowledge that they were trying to impart. Uh, and then I said, I want to work something to do with food or uh, food planning, food resources, because food is such a uh, scarce or not scarce, but uh, essential commodity, just like blood, right? Um, 
So he's like, okay, perfect. And then we spent the next couple months developing this idea of uh, a food truck uh, location routing, even though that's not uh, exactly related to food equity, that which was my original idea, but I still love the application uh, because I was able to do both of these uh, things at the same time. And did you find it difficult to manage all of your competing obligations while you were doing your PhD work and all of that research? So currently I'm a TA um, for a course in my department and I am involved with a couple, couple groups uh, on campus and also um, uh, professional chapters um, and national organizations as well. Um, and I'm doing my PhD. Um, so this does involve a lot of coffee and multiple long hours. Yeah, and I work 10, 12 hours every day, uh, if not longer, some days. It just depends on some on the amount of work. Uh, I'm trying to pub, uh, get a paper published uh, pretty soon. So um, the gears are churning right now. I've, I've been um, doing a lot of early mornings, but that's not unusual. Like one day a week, I will not do any work. I'll just clean around the house. I'll uh, water my plants, bake. Uh, reorganize the kitchen, whatever, something that brings me joy, go on a hike, uh, go on a run, um, sit by the water. If the day is nice, we don't get a lot of those in Buffalo. Um, so definitely um, savored them. Um, yeah, find that little one day and relax and refresh so that I have the energy to go back to um, work on the next day, right? Um, I take a lot of uh, take a good amount of mental health breaks. Although I'm sure it's challenging, what would you say is your favorite part about being a doctoral student? The fact that I'm uh, working on something that can change uh, or impact lives, and I'm able to work on an idea or a problem that no one has worked on before, uh, is really really interesting. Uh, and especially working on a novel idea that. Uh, no one has even thought about. So the application of blockchain uh, to uh, healthcare supply chain is really novel. No, no one has thought about that idea. Um, and working on that and being the first, first person to think of that idea, I'm sure people have thought of it, no one has applied it or there's no research out there, right? Uh, so the first person to have that paper really excites me. Uh, and reassurance from other um, field uh, experts saying that, yes, this is a good idea, keep working on that is, uh, is another assurance and meeting. So I am sure if I wasn't a PhD student, I would not have met as many um, field experts as I have in the last three, three and a half years of being a PhD student. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you've had a lot of great experiences through your studies and your research. So what would be your advice for current international students at UB who are considering a PhD? And what are the most important things for them to consider before committing to a program? Don't do a PhD just because it sounds nice or you want the title of a doctor. Um, you, I feel... Uh, you can only do a PhD if you're really passionate about a particular topic, or passionate about a particular 
research idea. The application of that doesn't matter. Like I said, my, my application has changed um, throughout uh, the course of developing this problem that I'm now working on. Um, but uh, having this, uh, having uh, something that I'm passionate about, which was um, location routing and planning, location planning, and that idea has definitely uh, grown stronger and the application changes, right? Uh, I don't really like theoretical work, so I didn't do theoretical research in that field. Uh, but uh, yeah, so first suggestion, identify what you are passionate about. Um, second, be prepared for um, the hours and the student stipend. Uh, even though the student stipend is comfortable to live on, it is still a student stipend. You would be making more money in the industry. Uh, and in the industry, you typically have uh, a good work-life balance, uh, depending on the organizations, of course. Um, but as a PhD student, there is no work-life balance. Um, your life is work and work is life. Three years and four years is a big, big time, especially when um, someone is in their 20s. These are the times when you're making like critical decisions about your life, but it's a wonderful experience. It, you get to learn a lot. And the good perk is you get to be called a doctor at the end of this. Rashab, thank you so much for offering your advice as well as your help to our students. Thanks for listening and thank you for joining us for our last episode of Global Perspectives.